I got to be honest, today feels a lot like what it must feel like to get thrown in the penalty box at TD Garden. Yeah, so I woke up today and I was feeling footloose and fancy free last week during my class, one of my classes, my 7 a.m. class. I felt really ill. I thought I was going to hit the deck. If you're an instructor out there in the instructor world listening to this, maybe this has happened to you. Maybe it hasn't. I pray it doesn't happen to you. And I have been powering through the past about week of my life. Flash forward, Monday morning, this morning, May 2nd, new month, new me. Yay. I put my backpack on, I walk out the door, I'm halfway down Marlboro Street in Boston proper, and my neck just seizes up. And I'm not talking like, oh, that's funny. I'm talking like full-blown. The last time I felt this pain was when I, about four years ago, I got in a really bad car wreck because a car ran a red light. (laughs) Actually, at Mass Ave Beacon, just flew through that big intersection, T-boned. The last time I felt this type of pain in my neck, which is pretty obscure if you're just like walking down the street and you're like, hey, what's going on? So, I proceed, I'm already on my way to my 7am class, I proceed to teach my class where the message that I deliver, because 10 times out of 10, when I am in the most pain, and when I am at my lowest, is truly, it's, I don't really understand, I have a lot of questions for the big guy up there, is truly to me when I deliver the most, I, I believe, to be some of the best advice given. I'm like, how, how, why, somebody make sense of that for me, but The message I had this morning was basically all based around being on the sidelines of your life and how don't be that person that's sitting on the bench watching the game, like get into the game, get into your life because life is precious and it's short and we tend to think we have all the time in the world when in actuality things are passing us by every minute. And so that was like the delivery of what my whole message was. I landed the plane at the end. I don't really know because to be honest, for the 45 minutes, I was in a full state of panic. Like, fuck, I know I'm in an insane amount of pain right now. Leave class. Holy moly. It hits me like, shit, this is real, real, real. And I cancel all my classes for the week, which is a really shitty feeling. It's a really shitty feeling. And if you are not in a position where people are counting on you and you want to show up for them and you want to give and you want to serve, I don't think there's any crappier position to come from and be like, okay, like I'm out, I'm out, I'm benched, I'm in the penalty box, I'm hurt on the sidelines. Like I have to imagine this is how Gronk feels 90% of the time because when he is on, he is on, but when he is injured, he is out. My dad actually used that analogy when I called him earlier and it really stuck with me. I was like, you know, dad, that makes a lot of sense. He's like, yeah, Gronk probably feels the way you feel a lot. And I'm like, yeah, but Gronk's making, (laughs) let me check my checkbook on that one, dad. Um, But I loved it. Anyway, anyway, I wanted to give a little bit of advice (laughs) on one of my favorite books I've ever read is Abby Wambach's book. It's called Wolfpack. And rule number two in the wolf pack goes a little something like this. You're allowed to be disappointed when it feels like life's benched you, but don't miss your opportunity to lead from the bench. You're a leader everywhere or nowhere. 
And while this has more to do with sports and a particular game and an opportunity in her life, if you haven't read the book, it's probably one of my top five. Highly suggest it. But for me, that really stuck out today. I was talking to somebody and they were like, you need to be resting. And I said, I'm resting. I'm not dead. Like I can still, I can still send songs and I can still talk to people and I can still help people who are in need today and spread words of wisdom well beyond the bike. And so here we are having a little conversation about what to do when we feel like life has unfairly benched us. And this is going to happen from time to time because like in one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded, Pays to Play. You know what? I should go back and read that as well. I mean, listen to that. I don't even remember what episode it is on here. It's from one of my earlier episodes. The podcast has been almost out for three years now, which is bananas. But Pays to Play is being an athlete, being a professional athlete, cyclist, riding a bike two to four times a day six days a week for seven years. The compound effect of your actions are going to start to creep up from time to time. And this goes for any athlete, triathlete, anybody that trains or does a certain craft to to an, an extreme point are going to feel aches and pains from time to time. And the warning signs are sometimes there. Last week, I was like, ooh, I got a little, little, my neck's a little sore. That's weird. And I kind of was just like, okay, I got to power through. I got to power through this week. I've got a house party on Friday. This weekend, I'm off next week to go to my best friend's bachelorette. We're going to be great. We're going to be great. We're going to power through. And it is in that telling yourself, I'm going to power through. I'm going to power through. I'm going to power through where we get into deep doo-doo. Because somewhere in that last hundred meters where you can basically see the finish line. I am telling you that nine times out of 10, that is always where I have encountered massive fault injury. And I've been sidelined most of the time in my life, trying to push past a certain point where there is this carrot at the end. And I'm like, if I could just get there instead of being like, I'll take Sunday off or I'll take this day to time out but trying to get just a little bit further has always proven to be where things slightly go awry. Mads what the hell is the point of this story seriously? Point of the story today is to tell you that if you find yourself in a place where you are ignoring any warning signs or feeling like you just have to get to that next rung that next thing, and you feel like you can basically taste the finish line, I want you to take a really good deep dive on where you are and what you're feeling and really self-assess, self-diagnose, take that download because when we don't listen, we get in serious hot water. I've been saying it for years and you think I would take my own advice, but the true Virgo in me is like, (laughs) nah, bitch, I'm good. Um, you don't take a rest day the universe will pick one for you and so without further ado this morning I was basically sent a spiritual two by four across the head like hey we're gonna take you out for a while and does it suck yes am I upset beyond do I want to kick and scream and cry yes I can't even do it into my pillow because my neck is in so much pain I can't 
really move it. I'm just kind of walking around like Regina George when she gets hit by the bus, for lack of better words. And so the inspiration, the motivation here today as we head into May, seeing all these posts, Mental Health Awareness Month, Mental Health Month, is in a world, and trust me, I love what I do in all the facets. And I do a lot. And people are always telling me to slow down. Always. In fact, I've received messages today. Hey, like, you know, this was really, really like, this is really sucks, but your body's been screaming for a break for a while. And it's like, I hear you. And I also don't receive that. Because sometimes when you're in it and you love what you do so much, it's really challenging to see that it's taking you down. And it's really challenging to decipher, like, am I just tired or is this actually warning signs? Is this burnout? Is this depression? Is this something else? It's sometimes not as easy as everybody makes it seem. And it can be really complicated to try to dig a little deeper and and self-excavate and be like, what am I actually feeling? Like, am I actually, you know, is this an actual warning sign or am I just, uh, am I just kind of tired? Because I also feel like the other end of the spectrum is, you know, the cute quit is more fashionable than ever now. Audacity is at an all-time high. Work ethic is at an all-time low. I said that last week on a call and I shocked myself. But I see it all the time all around me. And I'm like, okay, so where is that sweet spot between overwork but not working enough, overdoing it, not doing anything at all, paying your dues, or really just not having any, like, any scope of work ethic at all. It's really challenging right now, I find, to navigate post-COVID in this endemic world. So if you find yourself in that place, I want to remind you that you're not alone, Mike. It's extremely challenging to figure out this terrain. In fact, one of my favorite things that one of my best friends said to me recently is like, from the outside, everybody looks like you're climbing the same mountain. You're trying to get to the top. You're doing from the outside perspective, the same thing over and over. But man, the terrain of the mountain has changed. It's like the whole course of what you're running has changed. It's like going from a flat road marathon to a marathon where you're scaling, I don't know, Kilimanjaro or something with like rough, rocky terrain. And it's a complete, <laughs> you know, it's a crazy elevation. And you get to the bottom and it just like the hill pitches up straight up. And you're like, okay. I can think of a million times I've I've skied down a mountain and been like, yeah, 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 we're good. Like everything's good. We're Gucci. And then you get to this one part and it just drops off. It's just a it's just a 90 degree pitch with full moguls. And you're like, oh fuck. Warning sign. I went too far. But it's very tough to navigate that sometimes and really figure out what is what? How am I feeling? Is this this? Is this a it's it's become extremely confusing. At least I feel that way. And if you find yourself there too, I just want to remind you again, you're not alone. We're all trying to figure it out in whatever this new world looks like. I'm so tired of saying that, but this new world, it, it's every time I come up against a wall or I get, <laughs> I get pressed up against a new extreme challenge, I, I have to call upon that because it's a really real thing and it almost changed the composition of my body. It changed how I can handle things and what I can and cannot take on because it gave me a different lens. 
It's like I put on a different pair of sunglasses and all of a sudden I could see things I couldn't see before in a whole different light and in a whole different way. And I don't want to say for better or for worse, just very different with a totally different outlook and coming from a completely different standpoint. So if you find yourself in a place of unknowingness or feeling like your life has benched you in some way, shape or form, maybe that's injury, maybe it's illness. I find that one, I get really upset. I'm like, you know, we play the why me, what was me card and we're allowed to play that for sure. And then I feel like you get to this point where you're like, okay, what is happening is happening and I can choose to either sit and sulk or I can choose to take this time and do something positive with it so that I can come out to the other side having much more knowledge than I did going in and also maybe help some people along the way. And I think that is truly a testament to the kind of leadership going back to what Abby Wambach said about how you can cheer from the bench. And sometimes that looks like talking about our experiences and sharing them so other people can say, oh my gosh, me too. I thought I was so crazy, but it turns out I'm not alone because I didn't know you felt that way. And that right there is the power of vulnerability. Story sharing to unlock just parts of ourselves and bring light and awareness to the fact that many of us are dealing with very similar situations, except we just don't talk about it. We're like, nah, 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 nobody wants to hear it. I'll just, I'll just shoulder the weight myself. I'll just carry it all. I'll bear it all myself. Something I talk about in class a lot, I say, look to your right, look to your left. We're not supposed to do this shit alone. We're not supposed to do this thing called life alone. And somewhere along the line, whether that be pandemic based or whatever, we became very closed off, not talking about things. I don't want to share things, not seeing people, not talking to people, not looking up in the middle of the street when you and one other person are walking by on a sidewalk and no one else is around around and that person still chooses to look down at the ground when they walk by you. I always am like, oh my gosh, I pray for you. What would that be like to be like that? Because we're not supposed to be like that. We were never, ever designed that way through all, throughout all of eternity. We've always relied on groups and being in community and being around people and building together and constructing together and growing together, feeling a sense of belonging in the certain places we like to go to, matriculate. That's why we seek out places like, soul cycle or berries or orange theory or these little sub communities we find ourselves in because we're desperate for that connection and that sense of belonging and so yeah those three things we're not meant to do life alone even though sometimes we feel like we are shouldering it all and that's a sure shot sign we're depending on our own strength instead of letting it go finding that full surrender and bringing other people in to be like yo help me out asking for help huge help (laughs) Two, you're allowed to be really disappointed when life takes you out or gives you a non-negotiable pause, but there can be beauty in that as well. As gnarly and annoying and frustrating and just deep, deep, dark, shitty shit that can feel like, there is always some kind of blessing, blessing in the blessing, lessons and blessings. And lastly, honor the process. And sometimes that looks like the non-negotiable getting taken out of the game for a little while, doing a little self-assessment and figuring out, okay, how can I get back in there quicker 
And what do I really need to deep dive and look at within myself so that when I am back out on the field, I can not only be a better team player, but I can also come from a better sense of knowing, knowing all that I know now, having gone through what I've gone through, and how can I show up as a leader and share that with others so that maybe they don't have to endure the same experience that I did. Sharing, sharing stories. You're bigger than what is making you anxious right now. If you downloaded this at a time where it just stuck for you or really made sense, I always say share it with somebody who might benefit from it because that is how we grow. That's how we learn. We share we share things that hit us where we need them to hit in that moment. I appreciate all your downloads, your five stars, your wonderful reviews and Apple podcasts. One of my favorite reviews that kind of stuck out to me today was from Lena101 and it says, I love that she shares her experiences with failure and how it's okay to be afraid. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Amen to that. That is exactly what we got down with today. Until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.